What's up, everyone? This is Brian Ward, host of the Data Podcast, the podcast show for dads, about dads, being dads. I'm super excited that you're here and for the guests that I have on the show today. But before we get to the interview, if you have not yet subscribed to my show, please make sure you smash that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. Thank you guys very much for joining me. I have a really special guest that I'm super excited about. Uh, I've reached out to his team and, and luckily was able to kind of squeeze him into my show because he's currently on tour and I'm really excited to hear about the things that he's doing and I'm excited for him to talk about not only his journey, but also his dad experiences. And I'd like to welcome my good friend, Brandon Davis, the Dad Up. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure some of my guests probably know who you are. You've kind of blown up in the last couple of years, um, but just kind of let's have a little backstory because I know a little bit about your journey, but I want to talk about it because it, it really changed your life, some of the directions that you went in. Um, so kind of share with my guests, people that, that may not know who you are, a little bit about your backstory, who you are, how you grew up, all that, and then where it's led you to where you are today, um, because I think it's super, super important. Absolutely, man. So I I grew up in a very musical household here in Chattanooga. My mama and papa were kind of like a gospel Johnny and June traveling to churches. My dad grew up listening to them, learning every instrument he could get his hands on. And he played gospel and country throughout his life and chased a little bit of the country scene there in the uh, mid 80s and tra actually traveled across the country with some really phenomenal gospel groups. <clears throat> but that really got transposed onto me because when I was very young, I watched my dad do this all the time. And it was, it was me having the love. Like I wanted to pick up a guitar. I wanted to sing and I wanted to be on stage just like daddy was. And pretty much anything to do with my dad. That was me. It was baseball. It was music. It was comic books, superheroes. So it, it all got transferred very quickly. And I found out at a very young age that I loved music always had it as it and baseball were my number one hobbies. If I went to do anything, it either was singing or it was playing ball and chased after them both for a good while. Thought baseball was going to be the ticket. And when it wasn't, I looked back at music and just didn't really know the avenue that could carry me where I wanted it to be. I didn't know how you really got started in music. I didn't know what steps to take. So I went the safe route, got a degree and traveled out West chasing a job, came back home, settled down, got a beautiful wife, uh, had two kids already in the picture and my life changed. You know, I thought, Hey, look, I've got a family now. I'm, I'm able to settle in. I've got a good job. We've got a house, you know, th this is the life. And I still had music there in the background. It was still, I was writing songs every day. By this point I'd been writing for, you know, going on 10 years hmm. and still just didn't know the avenue. But after you know, we, we traveled through probably a good three years of our, well, two years of our life and thought that everything was going smooth. We had another kid come along, Granger. He was my, uh, he was my second boy, third child, and we had our fourth on the way. And 2019 was not the best year, but it wound up having more, uh, more bright, bright lights at the end of the tunnel, I guess, than what we expected at the time. But I, I got hit by a distracted driver head on while I was at a, mm. at a red light. 
And a moment like that, when it sends you to the hospital, you're going through emergency surgery and you're kind of, you know, rambling around in your head, like, why, why, why am I in this spot? Cause I was scared to death. My wife was, you know, however many weeks pregnant at the time we were waiting on her fourth to come along. And I was afraid that a moment like this could have kept me from even meeting my now very crazy Spider-Man crazy son. And it just really put things in, in perspective because I sat back and tried to think of all the things I'd done, all the things I hadn't done and all the things that I wanted to do that I hadn't yet chased. And also thought of how we tell our kids every single day, look, you need to chase your dreams. If you chase your dreams, nobody can stop you. Yet I wasn't doing the same. I was being a hypocrite to my own, my own advice. But we took that moment of clarity and turned it into something productive and said, look, I've got things I haven't done that I do want to do. And one of those that is at the top of this list is music. And I, I turned to my wife and said, look, I want to find a way. I don't know what it is, but let's see if we can find a way to make music happen. She said, if that's what you want to do, we'll do it. And we got some live shows kind of locally, you know, little restaurants and gigs with people we knew. And we started putting stuff on YouTube and Facebook. Wasn't very much traction. We didn't know what we were doing. Had no idea. Just posted a video to post it or went live on Facebook to go live. And to me, it was at least a start, you know. It wasn't big, but it was still getting to do music. And as soon as we had a little bit of kind of headway with the, the live shows becoming a regular thing and people want to show up, COVID hits. And the pandemic turned everything upside down. All these live shows completely went away. And we were kind of back at ground zero because we were back to like, well, the only way we can get out to people is posting stuff online. We have no way to do anything live. And she was scrolling through her phone one day and downloaded the app TikTok. And she, oh, heaven help me. She was like, she, you, you, gotta, you gotta get on this app. I was like, nope, ain't gonna happen. I was like, I've seen ads for it. I was like, the people that are on there doing these crazy dances and telling all these like jokes, trying to be funny or being like magicians and all that. I was like, it don't work for me. I was like, I have two left feet and dad jokes. Those are not going to be amusing for anybody. People are just going to laugh at me, not with me. Right. And she said, no, you need to promote music. I was like, I just don't think it's where we need to be. And I, I held off. I was very skeptical. She kept pushing for it until finally she had me kind of cornered. We were on our way back from a Father's Day trip up in Pigeon Forge in June of 2020. And she said, look, you've got two and a half hours in the car with me. She goes, you ain't got nowhere you can go. Same. I don't care what you're saying, how long you sing it for, just sing. And I'm going to start recording you. And so I did, and she, I didn't know what she was doing. The next day, uh, we recorded a couple more, and late that night, she just comes running up to me out of the blue. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm in basketball shorts and a cutoff shirt, barefoot with a ball cap on, grabbing a bottle of water, getting ready to head to bed. And she comes running up, baby, 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 sing Brad Paisley, sing Chris Stapleton. And I just did what – naturally came to mind which was try to be like the artist she was naming off. I was like well I guess this is what she's going after and I sang it and I said okay I'm going to bed and I walked off not thinking nothing of it and the next day she shows me her phone she goes I want you to look at what I've been doing and I looked and she had been posting all these videos to TikTok and she said now these kind of got a little bit of a rough start but this one right here that we I recorded of you last night it's got 1600 views. I was like, well, that's awesome. That's more than we have had on pretty much any platform. 
she goes, yep, see, it's pretty cool, ain't it? You can get on here and do something. And I was like, well, you know what? Give me, give me the login info. I'm going to log into this thing, just see what it's all about. Got to work, logged in, started scrolling through it. And I called her about two hours into my work day. I was like, hey, it, it, have you checked it? She goes, checked what? I was like, the video. It's got like 20,000 views. And I was having a little bit of a freak out moment because for me, this was huge. And this was the one that would kind of help our career take off because it, it shot through the roof, had millions of views within a few weeks. We had, I think within the first month, over 300,000 followers pour in on this one little platform. And it was just kind of a springboard that launched into a whole new world. And she said, look, this is your chance. If you're wanting to take it, now is the time. And obviously you, you can see what history has led us to. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, Obviously, this is a dad podcast. So tell me about your kids. How many kids? You got four now, right? I've got four. I've got a daughter who you would swear is the queen of the world. I, uh, I've got a, she's seven. My six-year-old son is probably the sweetest out of the bunch. She's got the biggest heart. And that big heart breaks very easily too. Bless, bless him. I pray, pray, pray. His first uh, girlfriend goes easy on him. But uh, <laughs> he, uh he, he's my he's my good my good boy the rule follower and then I've got my four-year-old he's my no fear no sense just you know guns blazing ready to go whatever he can take on he's gonna try to do it and he doesn't figure out that he doesn't like something until he's tried it and either gotten hurt or failed at doing it and then he'll come back and say well, yeah, maybe not. but he's he's my go-getter that's Granger my six-year-old was Brantley and then um uh, my two-year-old soon to be three and here soon in the summer is uh easton and he is my spider-man fanatic like everything in this world somehow associates back to spider-man to the point that to wear regular clothes out in public i have to convince him that he's putting on his peter parker clothes really you can't just put on his regular clothes and call it good like it, it usually has to have a spider-man emblem on it but if i'm like no look you're in disguise. You got to you got to keep your secret identity. They can't know you're Spider Man, so you, you got to get in your Peter Parker clothes. Oh, okay, okay. And I wear my boots too. I was like, okay, that, that works. That's so cool, man. I love that you're playing along with it, man. I love that you're feeding into it. It's really cool. That's awesome. So it's, it's the only way we can. I mean, to me, I loved superheroes growing up. So the fact that I've got one that is obsessed with them, that's a that's heaven on mine because I get to watch all these movies and stuff all over again right. and go through playing with the action figures with him and getting all these costumes out for him to wear. So to me, it's, it's awesome. And so long as he wants to hold on to something like that, I'm just, I'm going to let the little fella hold on to it. That's cool. Um, I do want to back up a little bit though. I mean, here you are, you're kind of, you're kind of struggling in your ways in what you want to do in life. And you have this passion, you have this dream, but you're, you think it's so far out there that it's just untouchable, unreachable. Um, and then this happens where you have this accident where, you know, I, who knows why, you, why God put that in your place. But um, obviously, it got you in the right, right frame of mind, right mindset to really wake you up and say, hey, I've really need to capitalize on a dream that I have. And whether it was the accident or whether it was your family having kids. Um, it kind of woke you up to that. Uh, tell me about that because I think it's important for not only dads, but people in general to really understand that, 
you know, we, we, we talk about having this, having a dream, chasing our dreams, going after our dreams. You tell our kids, you know, be the best that you can be at whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but living it out ourselves and being that role model to our kids. Um, you had this moment where you're just like, wow, I don't know why this happened, but this really woke me up and I've got to really take action now. Um, tell me about those thoughts, because I think those are moments where you're really talking to God. Um, obviously you're talking to, to your wife, um, but you're talking to God and saying, Hey God, I, I hear you. I, I, I know what I'm supposed to do. How do I do it? Tell me about that moment. Well, I remember, I mean, just right after it happened and the surgery took place, like I, I didn't know what to expect when I woke up from surgery because it was a scope. They didn't know what they were going to do. They found out there was a lot more wrong inside than what any scan could show. And I woke up to, you know, a whole new me essentially. I mean, that they had to cut me open and it was a whole, whole ordeal of things. But I just looked over at my wife. I was like, I don't get it. She said, what do you mean? It's like, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Like, it really doesn't. She goes, well, it doesn't make sense now. She said, mm -hmm. but one day it's going to, you're going to look back and you're going to have this realization of, well, that was just the moment I needed. And mm. she's not wrong. It, it was the moment I needed I, it, for a lot of things aside from just music, you know, just really taking a moment to say, look, life can be gone like that. And if you don't hold on to the people close to you, if you don't make the most of the days that you're living, it, it can very easily slip away with a lot of things left unaccounted for. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that was, that was when, you just sit back and you start praying and saying, look, if there is a sign I need to see past this that leads me in the right direction beyond this point, then help me see it. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, I think it's, I think it's true for all of us, whether we hit, you know, some of us go through some tough times where we hit rock bottom and it wakes us up. Other people have incidents like you, where you have this uh, accident that's kind of, you know, wakes you up. Some people are just in a sense, uh, not, I don't want to say motivated, but some people just kind of have this moment of clarity where they just say, Hey, I've got to do this. This is what I want to do and go after it for you and your, your kids. I mean, the fact that you have four and they're all young, <laughs> you got your little ones running around now. Daddy told it. Close the door. Okay, I'll close the door, man. There he is. Hold on one moment. There's Spider-Man. Alright. Come here, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's Spider-Man. If you have, yeah, it. nice to meet. Nice to meet him. <laughs> you say hi. Hey, buddy. How you doing, Spider-Man? Good to see you, bud. Snotty <laughs> nose, man. <laughs> so yeah, so you have these moments of clarity, um, this moment of clarity, and now you've got these four young kids running around, and they're all they all have their own unique personalities. And now you've got this new career, this new journey that you're on that's fantastic. 
it's really taken off. Um, how are you balancing it all? Because I mean, look, well, look behind, is, look behind you, right? I mean, I know. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is, anytime, anytime we're not on the road, we are able to be at home, and we're able to stay at home with this one and the four-year-old. The oldest two have school during the week, but it, it's making the most of those moments you have to just say, you know, look, we've got this time. Let's turn on the movie and I'll sit down together. We've got this time. Let's go out and play, play in the front yard and jump on the trampoline. And it's just make, making those moments something that you can all spend together and still giving each of them their one-on-one too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you know what? I love the fact that, you know, I've watched some of your videos and stuff, and I love the fact that you get your kids involved. I've seen your kids singing, right? Singing with you and stuff. I mean, that's, that's huge. And that sends a message to them that, Hey, this is me. This is what I'm going after. This is my dream. And it encourages them to find their dreams. Right. Yeah, and it, it carries, it carries a lot. And especially this one, believe it or not. Say, I, I know almost every word to every song, even though some of them I can't exactly say. And this one over here is no, no shy person to the stage. Like you, you give him a microphone and a stage. It doesn't matter if it's 30 people, 500 people or two people, he will get up in front of every one of them and just go to town putting on a performance. And that's what I love. Even my shy one, which is Brantley, he's still getting on stage and like, he's got his song. He's got a song that he wants to make sure like if he does anything, it's gotta be a specific tune. But he, he's not, he's not afraid to get up there and show out. Now I love that about them because I don't even think it, at their age that I was comfortable doing half of what they do when they get up on stage. Now are they go, are they going on tour with you this week? Uh, I've got two that wanted to go and hang out with their mops this weekend. And then the other two are going with us. So they'll, be, they'll be in my merch table and security detail. I got, I think you got your security. Right there behind you. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, so Settle down. down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you too, man. I made the mistake earlier of letting them slip some Skittles and uh, they're on a sugar rush from all right. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Um, let me ask you this, you know, kind of, you know, it sounds like you had a pretty good, pretty good upbringing with your own parents and stuff. What, what kind of lessons did they teach you about parenting? Because I see, I mean, you're, you're really involved with your kids. You're really involved with your family and you love your family. I can tell, I can see it in you and how much you uh, just enjoy being around your kids and your wife for that matter. I mean, I see your posts and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, what kind of lessons did your own parents teach you about not only being married, but also about parenting? I mean, I think a big thing that they taught me was that, you know, for one, kids are going to be kids. Uh, there was a lot of stuff I remember doing growing up that I think back to now and I'm like, well, if I was my mom and dad, 
probably wouldn't have been too happy about this and that and this and that. And you look at your own and you start to see them do things that remind you a lot of what you used to do. And you're like, I remember this being very dangerous or I remember this making a huge mess or, and you just kind of got to take a step back and remember that they're in the same spot you were, you know, however many years ago and they're learning the same lessons in a different way. And it just, it gives you a new perspective to say, instead of using the word no constantly, maybe doing more of a understanding why it's not necessarily a don't do this, but a why are you doing this? And you know, what other ways can we make this fun instead of something that might hurt you or something mm. that might get you in trouble. So that was a, that was a big part with it because my mom was good at trying to redirect me. My dad was really good at just showing that there was a lot more to the words that can be said to handle something compared to just taking over a situation and making the whole thing into a fight or an argument. Mm. Yeah. I think for us as, as parents, it's, it's something that we have to realize. And I, and I talk about it a lot on my show, but something we have to realize as parents is that, you know, our kids are seeing everything that we do and how we respond and react to everything. And, and, you know, for myself, I have two boys, they're, they're both grown uh, 23 and 20. They're both older, but uh, you know, just me as a dad, I noticed all the mistakes that I made as a father with them um, watching how I react to things. And I really had to learn that through the years. I really had to learn that. So if you take anything away from this, you know, interview uh, from one, from one friend to another, just, Hey, be careful of everything that you do around your kids because they're watching you, Brandon. They're, they're seeing everything that you're doing and how you respond and react teaches them how to respond and react to things in their own lives when they, when they start to grow up and start to get older. Um, so they're going to hit those challenges and uh, you just need to make sure that you and your wife are on the same page as, as well. So um, that's very, very cool. Um, now we're, we're about to uh, about to head off into this touring journey of yours. Um, I know at times your kids go with you. Um, how's that, how's that going to be with, you know, you're going to be away a lot. You're going to be traveling. I mean, I, just so you guys know, he hasn't mentioned it yet, but he's going to be touring with some of you may know the guy uh, by the name of Tim McGraw. He's going to be touring with Tim McGraw this summer. So um, he's really excited about that, but that's going to cause you to have to be away from the family. So how do you make those adjustments? Because I know as dads for us, we talk a lot about, or we're away from our family a lot because we're trying to make a living for our family, trying to provide uh, a roof over our over their heads and food on the table. So it requires us to be away from the home. And that's hard for parents sometimes. That's hard for families to juggle that. Um, how are you guys going to juggle it? Have you figured that out yet? I think the good part about this tour is that we do, we do have time that we will be away, but like we'll, we'll leave out on Wednesday nights and be back by Sunday evening. And so we get that Monday through Wednesday of making all, all of the time that we have with each other, you know, making the most of that. But Brantley and Malia at the start, it'll be a little bit harder because they will still be in school for part of it. Once school lets out and things get a little more flexible, then uh, any, any show that we're able to take them to, we're going to be making the adjustment to try and get them out there. We've got grandparents that are willing to you know, help us out in more ways than what we can count. And we cannot thank them enough for all the ways that they've helped us just thus far with the tour that we've been carrying on ourselves. So it's going to make a lot, a lot of the adjustment easier to, to take on, not only on our end, but especially the kids in, because it's not going to be, Hey, you got to 
you know, go stay with a babysitter for so long and say, well, look, you're going to be spending some time with your mops and pops. We're going to be calling you and checking on you constantly to make sure you ain't driving them absolutely crazy and they still got hair on their head by the time they get done fooling with you. And any time that we're able to bring you out or they're able to come out, y'all are going to be coming out with us. And that that's the big part of it, that we love having them involved. Unfortunately, every, you know, not every place you play as a country music artist is necessarily kid friendly, but every time you can take the kids and just give them that experience, it, it's people that they get to meet. It's relationships that we all build together on the road. We've met so many people. I mean, countless people across this country that we have developed, you know, pretty decently close relationships with because it's folks that you meet through getting into these venues and booking these events. And it's, you know, it's times that you don't forget. And it's times that these kids aren't going to forget, you know, that no matter how young or old, it's something they can look back on. We're going to have pictures and memories and, you know, tokens mm-hmm. that we take from each one of them, but it's a family matter. It's always been a family matter. And that, Honestly, before we started, that's what we feared the most was how do you take something that is a family matter and make it in this kind of an industry right out of the gate when you don't have necessarily the means to just drop everything and do it. For a while, we couldn't. It was balancing work and balancing music and making sure the kids still had everything they needed. And, you know, there's still food on the table while still being able to chase the dream and I mean, the Lord provides in ways that we, we could never imagine because we took it from, you know, scrambling to be able to balance everything at once to where now it's focused on just family and music. There's not all these, you know, 15 other things we have to do to make the whole picture actually be what it is. It's just music provides for the family and the, the family provides inspiration for the music. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think your kids are going to take away from this experience that you're going through right now? Um, just kind of put put your put your mindset kind of kind of put your mind in what their thoughts are right now. What do you think they're taking away from all this? Well, if you put it in the mind of my daughter, she thinks I just I make a living off TikTok. That, that's, <laughs> that's how I've heard her introduce it to several people, and I have to draw back and be like, nope, 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 nope. We're on TikTok, honey, but but we're we make money from music. We we do music for a living. That's our career is music. She goes, Oh, well, but you're on TikTok. The TikTok. I was like, we're on there for the music. I was like, but it don't, it don't quite work that way. She goes, well, I just tell everybody that you're famous and you're on TikTok. And then you go to my son who's, he's got it in his mind. Like he's like, everybody just knows your music. Cause you're, you've got music that's on Alexa. If they can tell Alexa to play your music, then they know your music. And I, I love that. And at the same time, I'll also have to kind of take a step back because we've gotten to the point now we'll walk in public and, you know, people will recognize us and they'll say, hey, and, you know, some some people ask for a picture and I always think, you know, how does this feel to the kids? Does this embarrass them? Does this, you know, does it catch them off guard? So we finally just started asking them, like, look, does it bother you when people come up and recognize your mom, your mom or your dad and they're asking for pictures or they want y'all to you know, getting pictures with us or they know who you are. They're like, no, we think it's cool. I was like, well, as long as you've got that mindset and it's not throwing you for a loop, the fact that this is happening, then at least we feel a whole lot better about it because it, it can be scary to think of how a kid that, you know, he knows mommy and daddy do what they do, but to see all kinds of other people just 
popping up that they have no idea who they are and say, Hey, I know you, that can be scary at first. But then again, I've got a four year old who's never met a stranger, which is both exciting and scary at the same right. time. Right. So. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Um, you know, I think about uh, when I'm talking about your kids earlier singing with you, does, does Destiny sing? Does she sing too? Or I try to convince her to sing. Um, she, but she'll tell you all day that no, she doesn't sing. She, she'll, she'll be like, no, I've been told I can't sing. I'm not going to try. She goes, nobody wants to hear me sing. They want to hear you sing. She goes, I'll be, I'll do the business. You do the singing. We'll just keep it like that. She said, I can say my Hey Babies and talk, but I'm not going to sing because I've tried. I've had her on live feeds. I've had her on that, like tried to like bring her in during the videos and get her to. Very rarely can I get her to actually open up and sing a little bit for me. But one day, one day I'm going to catch her off guard. It's going to happen. You're going to you're gonna have to do the same thing to her that she does to you with the little videos. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, see, that I'm, t- I'm going to flop. I'm going to flop it all around, like kind of turn the tables on her and see what we can't pull off. That or just, I I love when she's, we're running around the house trying to like do a project or like cleaning or anything like that. Cause she'll have Alexa playing some of whatever her favorite song choice of the day is. And I'll catch her doing that. So I'm going to try, try, sneak up and catch her doing one of those. I have to get the approval before it goes anywhere, but one day it'll happen. Awesome. Uh, One more question. I'll let you go, brother. Um, If you know, the music industry is hard, a very tough industry to get into. Um, you've been fortunate. Uh, it's taken off for you. Uh, if you're talking to parents right now and they're saying, Hey, my kid really has this dream of being this, you know, singer songwriter. Um, and I'm just not sure that I'm comfortable with it, or I'm just not sure that it's the right move for him, or I'm just not confident he can make a success or make it come true, make that dream come true. What, what advice would you give to parents that have kids that are really wanting to get into the music industry? My biggest thing, and it sounds corny when I say it, but my biggest thing is having passion behind what you do and having heart behind what you do is what's going to drive you to do that task well. It's what's going to drive you to excel in it. And for some, it's music. For some, it's an actual desk job. For some, it's, you know, making it out in the field, doing construction or line work, whatever, whatever that case is. But with music, more than any i mean it's having that heart and that drive if you have the drive to make something of yourself and you're in it for the fact that it's in your heart you love it and at the end of the day that is what's pushing you forward to do it again the next day it's not about money it's not about how famous you are and it's not about who you can meet by doing it it's simply about the love of what you're doing and the heart that you have to keep that going Mm. that's how you're going to find your success yeah. It's it's true as any other job. If you love what you do, you can do what you love. But in order to do that, you have to truly love what you do and show that through how you do it. Because if that if that's the basis, if that's your foundation, you can build on that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a question of is this is this really what your heart wants? Or is this something that excite you for a moment and really your true passion lies in you know building trucks or you know designing computers but if music is is that heart driven passion then i say let them grow it and mm. nurture it and see where it's going to lead 
Yeah. Be that support system for them. Right. I'm sure if your kids wanted to get into the music industry, you know, dad's dad's now this superstar and they're growing up and they're like, Hey, I want to get in the music industry. I'm, I'm sure that you're that dad that would say, Hey, if your heart's in it and it's something that you really are passionate about and want to do, then I'll support you. I think yes, that's, sir. I think that's important for parents to really understand that, um, you know, for us as parents, a lot of our, a lot of our role as a parent is to guide and support. We can provide advice, we can provide input, um, but really to hold a child back from pursuing something that they're really passionate about is not the right approach. And it'll actually just, it'll become worse for not only you as a parent, but also the bond that you have with your, your kids. So I think, I think it's important for parents to understand that, that we really need to help support and guide our kids and, and, and help them help them chase their dreams um, because ultimately uh, they're our future and to help them chase, our, chase their dream and become who they want to be as a person, whether they're rich and famous or they're just, you know, an average guy, but they're, they're taking care of their families and doing the right things. Um, we need to be that support system for them. So very cool. Um, well, what are you looking forward to? I, I got, I, I know one thing in mind you're looking forward to, but uh, yeah, what do you got coming up? What are you looking forward to that's, uh, that's on the horizon for you? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of Brantley's baseball season right now because oh, cool. Brantley is really into it this year. He's finally at a point where he's getting a whole lot a whole lot better at all the aspects of the game and it's getting to where he's able to be more competitive. He enjoys it and it, it drives him to want to get better and practice more. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to just seeing where, where all this adventure carries us as a family this summer, because there's so many, there's so many different places we're going to get to go. So many people to meet and all these things to experience that the kids have still yet to have a chance to. And that's just memories in the making. I mean, waiting for each one of them to come and see what's going to see what's going to lay a, a road out in front of us that leads to something great, because it's going to be uh, it's going to be a whole new world to them, even though it already is. It's going to it's going to broaden because the more we go, the more it expands. So that that's a big part of it. And really just just looking forward to where this career is going to carry, because there there is so much that we have done in such a little amount of time and there's still a lifetime ahead of us mm-hmm. and to see what that lifetime holds as compared to what just two years has brought brought our way that's it's unfathomable unfathomable to think about to mm-hmm. have that much time ahead of you where you've already done so much in so little yeah well you've got a huge huge journey ahead of you that uh that's going to be rewarding. Um, and not only for you, but for your family, um, where can my listeners, uh, viewers, if they want to kind of look you up, learn a little bit more about you, um, best place for them to do that. I've already downloaded all your music. It's already on my phone. Uh, but, uh, where can they, yeah, where can they look you up, learn a little bit more about you? Well, for, uh, I mean, for show dates, merchandise and, um, where to, where to be able to stream my music. You can find a lot of that information on our website at brandondavismusic.com. Uh, for links to all socials, all you have to do is Facebook and YouTube. It's just Brandon Davis. Search there, find the one with the, the blue check on Facebook, and that's me. And on Instagram and TikTok, it's at Brandon Davis underscore music. And all of those social media pages do have direct links to be able to, you know, get your tickets as well as go to the streaming services, pre-order any, uh, any songs we have coming out and any albums. And aside from that, it's, it's, it's all those, all those rolled into one. And 
hoping that we can uh, get Twitter to follow suit because Twitter's are. I don't. Even, I, I would tell you my Twitter, but I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. That's how often I check the poor little thing. But uh, if, if we can get Twitter on board eventually, you can follow. I think everything's on there, just yeah. maybe not necessarily in the capacity it is on the rest. Awesome. Well, listen, Brandon, uh, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, appreciate the journey you've been on. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching you continue your success um, and watching, watching where it leads to. Uh, I know you're on this solid path right now. And uh, I just, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, but uh, I appreciate you being on the show. I know you took time out of your day. I know your, uh, your, your team was uh, kind enough to get this scheduled. But I want you to know that I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, sit down and chat with me. And I wish you all the success, all the, all the best for your upcoming tours. And I look forward to uh, continuing our friendship. Hey, same here, brother. I appreciate you having me on and look forward to hopefully hopping on here again one day. Awesome. Well, thank you guys very much for joining me and Brandon on another episode of Dad Up. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out everything he's doing, going to his website, going to all his links. Um, seeing his tour dates. If you want to check him out, go watch him in tour. You can see, listen to his music's all over, all over the place. Anywhere you want to get your music. I've already downloaded all his music. So it's great stuff. Make sure you guys are doing that. And then don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And also uh, make sure you guys are checking out the episode on Apple, everywhere you can get your podcast. But I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode of Data. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. And please do me a favor, leave a rating and a review. Would love to hear from you and see what you think of the show. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes each week. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Data Podcast. Podcast.